do our little intros. I already started. <laughs> that was so cute. That was. Uh, so, all right. After a uh, an eventful three week, two two week, two week hiatus. hiatus. Uh, welcome to episode number the next one five of I trust you of the worst, worst podcast, podcast of all time. time. We are our favorite podcast hosts. <laughs> My name is Iggy. My name's Timely. So Timely, how were your past two weeks? Well, I want to talk about the bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the bear apparently had something very important to yeah. say about your past two weeks. No, I also binged it in a night. Yeah, I was sick for a week, so that's why we didn't do it. And then um, last week, I wanted stuff to happen to me so I could come in and talk to you guys about it. So you sat at home and binged an entire show uh, No, I did that Hulu, like last right? night, like two <laughs> nights ago. Um, okay, well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the bear. Well, uh, no, it's already, you already brought it up. Come on, no. Let's, well, now I kind of want to talk about what we did this month. Jesus Christ. All okay. right. Yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Iggy was a super supporter friend. Um, he came to see a show I helped throw for oh. Mildred's Umbrella Theater Company. They're an awesome local theater company where we did the women's rock gala that we do every year. It was a fourth annual one where we raise money for the theater season um, and uh, try to put money in women-fronted bands and performers. Uh, I helped book it, and I emceed it. Well, one of those bands, I got a sticker. Two of them. Pinky Promise. Yeah. Uh, they did a cover of The Taste of Ink yes. by The Use, and there was something that I did not know could feed my soul the way that watching high schoolers play a song that was popular when i was in high school their age yeah right Right, like just seeing that like and like just hearing that song for the first time it had just come out right or at least that's what i tell myself to sound <laughs> hip and cool <laughs> but oh my god that was such a cool experience yeah the first time when i saw them play um a couple months ago they they hope with that song with me like uh does anyone know the band The Used? <laughs> yeah, and, everybody and, and, over twenty five is like, <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, they're super awesome. They're gonna be freaking famous. If you love like pop punk music, there's no one, there's no all girl high school band that's playing and writing original pop punk music in twenty twenty. I feel like it would be really weird for. Uh, Music exec to go out looking for an all girl pop punk band. No, I'm not in even, a Harvey no, Weinstein no, way. No, like, no, I'm yeah, just no, like, 100%, like, no, no, no. I mean, like, I, I teach um, music classes to young girls all throughout the year. That's one of yeah. the things I do, and I love pop punk music. Rarely punk ever do awesome. those two things like actually like, they like it, but like they like usually we go, you know, uh, hip hop's really popular right now, so it's like punk's okay. always popular, rock's always popular. Um, pop, pop punk had its day, and I thought it died, but no, no, it's <laughs> like pop punk didn't die. It just like it just waited around for a little bit. Yeah, we're having a little bit of a pop punk revival. I, I know, I'm excited. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They're doing a good job. They won like third. Uh, place at the Battle of the Bands at the Rodeo. Uh, That's dope. This year. I would so. have thought the Rodeo would skew much more country, like top three. I think for the Battle of the Bands was like, I think it was just like local Houston bands, like across oh, okay. genre, if you were a local 
band in Houston you could compete. Oh, cool. Um, I'm not too sure, though. Don't call me on that. Oh, yeah. Um, so that, that happened on Friday, and that was super awesome. Um, we, uh, that was, it was, all, it's always at Rudyard's, uh. Once a year, right? Once a year, yeah. Um, we tried to do it in February, but because of COVID, uh, we had to push it back a little bit. So usually it's earlier in the year. Okay. But, um, we had a good time doing that. Uh, what else did we do? This weekend, oh, my mom went to Costa Rica for a month this that weekend. Nice. So now I'm like responsible for my brother. He is 20 years old. I feel like I time out. I think uh, your brother is responsible for you. That's what he would say, and, and that I is what he said. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's a he's a smart man. Okay. And um, so this week, me and Iggy uh, are opening up a restaurant too. Oh boy, I have never been more just. You know that feeling Alive when you wake dead. up when you like stretch, right? And there's that moment where your fists are the furthest away and from you they can, and your shoulders are a little bit up, right? I feel like I am carrying my shoulders just like that from the moment before I wake up until the now. Yeah. No, actually, I feel pretty pretty stress relieved right now. Good for to you. you. No, Thank no, you. I'm still very like, stressed. Okay, good. But there was like, a there was a there was a not down. A, yeah, like um, like talking to a friend. It's like yeah. it's like talking to a therapist that actually cares about your problems. Right. Like not necessarily paid I feel to. Like if I paid you to care about, that's the supreme therapist. I'm. Oh yeah, because like, I do care about, and, care, and also and like, oh, also shit, man, I'm, I'm fucking paying you. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll try extra hard to help you solve your own problems instead of just solving them for you. Um, and then I watched The Bear, uh, which it was, I watched it the day before we started. Fantastic show. Fantastic yeah. show, my God. Please go watch it. But like, get a, um, whatchamacallit, get a tissue ready if you've ever worked in the restaurant for, industry for crying. before. For crying. For crying, um, or if you've ever been a hostess and have a thing for chefs. Um, sorry. <laughs> I, oh. Chef reference. <laughs> um, but, no, I loved it. Uh, I, I, I'm like a, a super theater nerd and performance nerd, so on that aspect of it, like I think it did such a good job with the dramaturgy of like learning about what the restaurant industry is like and how it operates on it all was, levels. It was so cool to see something that was that was very clearly not inspired by, but actually following along with what that is. And what it you is know now. I mean? Yeah, because it's, you can see the sort of old school, right? Like, they're like, shit, one of them gets, spoiler alert, one of them gets kind of stabbed by accident. Yeah. And the thing is, he doesn't even get mad, right? He doesn't immediately turn around and go, I got stabbed. And doesn't blame the person who stabbed him because she was holding a knife and he walked backwards into it. Right? He knew in that moment, I should have said something. Should she also have said, like, sharp behind? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But he still didn't accuse her. No, he didn't. Right? He, no, and so, Which I thought was a really cool detail. I, I And, like, one of... I think there's a lot of things to say. One of my friends who's a chef was like... Each one of the chefs and each one of the people in that entire show, I have been on a different service. Yes. And, and you know, I think we, we could sit there and talk about, just like they did, just like Sydney and Carm did in the back of uh, the restaurant about like, hey, we're trying to create this new culture. We're trying to lead from a front. But, I mean, you and me have had to, like, where you, where you slip. 
and um, and, and realizing that humanity. I don't know. One of my other favorite things was then the most beautiful thing about a restaurant is you take all these different people from all different kinds of walks of life, and they're like they don't. They might not even literally speak the same language, and. At the end, and at the end one. of the day, they're they're what? fucking sitting there and they're eating and they're laughing every and they're making time, fun of each other. And every time she would pretend to not speak English. Oh yeah. Just to oh, not I'm gonna have start to calling that. you Jeff now. Jeff, ah, that's cool. <laughs> Jeff, that was, that's and cool. that was so sweet because at first, you know, I don't know. It was just a very very good show, and it made me feel like triggered and seen, and like. Um, I mean, so I guess if you're the voyeur, that's the one. Yeah, it was great. I feel like also too, as much as it was a Carmi story, it's Sydney's story, and having um, oh uh, yes, I I see it as a Sydney story. I see it as a uh, Carmi and his brother story. I think that's the base. But what's if there's a season two? If there's a whatever. That it is about him and her. It, the whole thing was about the relationship bonding from the first I, until the first oh, moment. Another thing I end. absolutely loved about the entire show, the whole thing, there was never an attempt at a romantic subplot between anybody. Anybody. Right? Like, anybody. It was a great, also just a great example of how you can be loving, affectionate, and caring towards everybody in your space, and it never gets misinterpreted. Mm-mm. Right? Like, that's that's a thing that I think a lot of us are learning. You know, like, how to be Well, I mean, the, the, especially, well, especially well, in, the, in the first yeah. In the first uh, episode, um, he, uh, the, the brother, the cousin, he tells, uh, he calls Sydney Sweetheart, and Carmen's like, you fucking weirdo, what are you doing? And then he calls her babe uh, again, and, and he uh, does yeah. that the whole time until about the very end, and he stops. And, and it's, there's, again, it's those, like, little things that, that, are like I said, like we were talking about earlier. It's like are you don't you, you know you don't get to decide when you're when you're being offensive or aggressive yeah. to somebody else, Absolutely. and and so you can't decide to listen. But or not. all of those people, I don't know. It, it, they chose their battles and got to work, and they all that's it, too. it inspired me, bro. So go watch it. Go watch it if you like. If you like it in the industry, you're in the finger. What did you do this week, Iggy? So these two weeks, I, I did have a uh, deep personal tragedy uh, happen to me. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, oh, oh I know. Uh, for those of you who are, I was not so aware, concerned for a second. Uh, Peru recently failed to qualify for the World Cup after losing to Australia in the single elimination one-off playoff game in penalty kicks. I thought you were so going to talk about your I hair. I am. Uh, yeah, I also cut off all of my hair. There is like, there's about like 10 he inches nice. gone. He looked nice. He looked very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I announced it to nobody and then just walked by work and it turned out they were all still there. So I walk in, right? Except for me, right? No, you you were the only one that was not there. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, I wasn't there because I didn't see it till. Um... Right. No, this was while you were sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I walk into work. And legit did not get recognized. Like, like, How far did me. you make it into the restaurant? A step and a half, because I came in on the door that they were like they oh. were sitting at a table. Yeah. Right, and I came in through the door, like right next to it, and they just started saying like, "Oh, excuse me, sir, we're not." Oh, like they had started to commit 
to asking me to, to like, leave. <laughs> yeah, like we're in a meeting, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, no, no. Uh, when you showed up, you showed, I showed up, up to the concert. You showed up to the concert. It was literally yeah, that yeah, Friday. It was, it was that Friday because yeah, I had to leave early to go to the concert. I thought Iggy mm-hmm. was mad at me because he was suspiciously leaving, and I was like in a hurry. I was like, "Where are you going?" He was like, "I have an appointment." And I, was I like, did. I did. Have I know. I was like, "Okay." Was first of all, I feel like if it was a doctor's appointment, and he might have told me. I was like, second of all, maybe he just don't want me to know where he's going, and I guess I have to be fine yeah, with that." You don't have to know I where like, I am at all times. <laughs> I was concerned, <laughs> especially when he said, "I have an appointment," and then he Thanks, come back. And like, no, I didn't recognize you for a second, but you were sitting next to our other friend, and Andrew. Yeah, you're sitting. Andrew, next to Andrew said, "What the fuck, Iggy?" And I didn't like hear him because I didn't know he was already there. Like I was looking to try to surprise you and try to get you to. Know not recognize me and so i show up and i was like all right where's timely she's the only person i know in this room he goes what the fucking no registry nothing so maybe but i wonder if like in that split moment andrew was like maybe that's not (laughs) maybe it's a dude that just really 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 looks like um that's awesome um we did oh I know what Iggy did this week. Oh boy, what did I do this week? You Tim? hosted. Um, That's you right. hosted the stand up at so, Social Beer Garden. That was a really exciting uh, thing for me. I hosted the open mic that our friend Taylor usually hosts, and she is out of town for a little while. So she asked me and another comic, Joseph Romero, to uh, host in her place. And it was the first time that I ever hosted an open mic. And it was the first time that I was paid money to tell jokes. Yeah, so I boy. can now, very technically and in the loosest sense of the word, say that I am a professional comedian. I, 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 a milestone has been I reached. I introduced myself as a comedian at the thing because that's how she kind of saw I'm, I'm a bajillion things i yeah, wear yeah. i wear a thousand faces yeah it's and nice. so like for that one i was like i uh i'm a comedian i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm a comedian because i'm about to tell you like 10, really jokes 10 to try to, i gotta build 10 minutes because because so, our other friend dipped out of yeah, yeah, I was like, so because she's doing the lord's work she's teaching improv to children she is, and, she is. god bless her uh, but uh yeah no that was a really fun time i usually um, that room's a little chaotic sometimes just cause it's also a sports bar. It's my favorite place to drink all the time. Oh my, we um, had such a good room. But though. we had such a good room and there, everyone was like extremely attentive and I went up and I felt really, really good about my set. Um. Your set was strong. Yeah. Uh, I wrote some, oh, other little. Oh, that other thing that, that happened That other both thing of that us. happened to everybody in the come, world. We have come full circle. Yes, because like most Americans, the world is America. <laughs> Jesus Christ, timely. <laughs> no, it's just already happening to most of the rest of the world. It's. Uh, most that's of the like, rest that's of the not world, true. No, actually, the opposite. Yeah, most of the rest of the world is codifying laws to protect a woman's right Let's to Let's leave. Choose. Next up. The worst podcast of all all time. time. Coming to you live from the palatial beaches of Lima, Peru. (laughs) Costa Rica. Just go visit all the people we have. Shit, my mom's one of 11. I got so many extended family members there. Yeah. Why do you think they're listening? I know. They are. I know. They're the only ones. They're the ones listening. We love you, Peru. Let's go there. Please take me one there. (laughs) Come on, Donald. Let's go. I would love it. I'd have a great time. Um, uh, Yeah, so... 
this the same day that my women's rock event happened, uh, Roe v. Wade got uh, overturned officially by the Supreme Court. Yeah, um, that was so bad. it felt very like tragically apropos to be doing Throwing a women's event. Yeah, to be to be doing something that you know directly supports women is obviously something I think a little bit more um, uh, you could taste it in the room. Um, and so I didn't even, I, I was thinking about both of those things all day separately and in my head, then I realized, oh shit, I'm going to have to probably like, at least like touch on, on this. And I, I, you know, I want, I, I know How everyone could... doesn't understand my sense of humor. A, first of all, I have a very dark sense of humor, I but mean, I also yeah. want people to know I'm taking this seriously. And I mean, you do have to talk about the elephant in the womb. I said it the is. coat hanger in the room. But That's, <laughs> yes, no, that was, uh, um, I felt like you could go darker with that one than I could yeah. because of, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was an interesting thing because like at the beginning of the night, like I had talked to several of my friends who were women about what had happened and it was like, uh, it was not, it was a very sad kind of moment while we're setting everything up, doing that kind of thing, talking about it. And then as soon as it was everybody in there having a party, um, I don't know. I, I like, It felt like a fuck like, you party. It felt huh? like a fuck you party. It felt like a community coming together. Um, I'm just going to plug my two abortion jokes here. Hell yeah, let's hear it. Um, I'm going to plug mine next and then we can get back just... to like regular conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt you this uh, hosting for the next comic on deck. Yeah, start clapping. Start clapping, start, start clapping, clapping, start clapping. Um, <laughs> okay, let me get it together. Um, Come on, professional, professional, professional. It's like, man, I can't believe they just overturned Roe v. Wade when I was about to get a tenth hole punch in my card and get a free one. <laughs> I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I like my rights protected and my sex unprotected. I know. I'm nice, perfect. nice. Thank you. Thank I like it. I like okay. it. Okay. Right. So <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no pressure. I uh, I like to joke that I'm not uh, I'm not actually pro-choice as much as I am just pro-abortion, right? Like there there are some people that, and I should clarify, I'm pro-abortion because I'm against the death penalty. And there are some people that you just see and they're like, well, I can't kill them, but they probably should have been aborted, right? <laughs> Like, I don't think that anybody in their right mind can look at Greg Abbott and his body of work and say, yeah, it's a net positive, right? Like, ah, oh, we could have just nipped this one in the bud and solved this problem. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick? I mean, also, too, just like, uh, there was one time so, so that's a great I had segue. taken a friend to, uh, this is when it was legal. Uh, uh, to procure, to go camping. I don't like that term, but yeah, to go All camping. Right. I mean, just, I just think it. I get it. But to go, whatever, to get a fucking abortion. And, okay. If, uh, if we're going to use the word, let's use the word. Yeah. Around. I love All right, it. To get an abortion. It's not a bad word. Agreed. Um, to get an abortion, uh, me and my uh, boyfriend at the time, who's one of my dear friends, went and uh, we take her, drop her off, and we are walking back to the car. Of course, there's a lot of protesters in the, you know, parking lot or on the side. Suck. Yeah, on, on the sidewalk. And this, like, really, really, like, pretty young girl um, comes up to me and my friend, and he, he, she goes, at what point do you think, sorry, guys, uh, at what point do you think uh, it is appropriate to, you know, uh, go through with an abortion? At what time do you um, think that is? To, to make that choice. To make yeah. that choice. 
My friend goes, well, three months. She's like, oh, well, by that time, and starts going into, you know, uh, oh, yeah, whatever, layout, you know, that that's what this looks like. It's the yeah, size of this. Size yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, no, 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 no. Three months post birth. He's like, I'm <laughs> pro abortion three months post birth. <laughs> They don't, he's like, anyway, he, signed, he, he went into his uh, incredibly well-worded logic of, uh, he's like, you know, they don't really collect memories, they really, like, you know, have memories what? until then, they don't have any sense of object permanence or people permanence they and stuff really like that. They don't really know what exists. I mean, they don't know who they are or what you are. I mean, they're pretty much a lobster, right? You have to feel bad when you break down a case of them. <laughs> Here, that here. might have been the darkest babies. Like you know, the darkest you, I've gotten in a while. You boil crabs, <laughs> baby soup. Um. I remember. Oh, so I worked at uh, Beach Road in Martha's Vineyard, right? And we had a prep cook. Uh, he was like 16, 17 years old. It was his first job, and he is prepping for like a fine dining place. Mm -hmm. So you can just imagine how like gangly, looked like linguine from Ratatouille. Yeah, 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 right? holding like, the big that's, things. That's it, right? The chef coat down to the, knee, the, the knees. And his job was to come in five days a week and he would get us caught up on dishes before our dishwasher mm -hmm. showed up. And then he would help Love us that with, guy, whoever that guy always oh, is. That's yeah. my favorite man or Bro, woman of the Philip day. Philip Da Silva, you might never hear this, but thank you for that summer. Uh, so on his, I hope he never <laughs> so he's getting, uh, we're getting a case of lobsters in every day for lobster rolls and like other lobster dishes. And to break down the lobsters, you have to break them down while they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right? Yeah. I know. Break just, down lobster, yeah. So break off the tail, break off the claws, and then you reach into the cavity formed on the head crack it open mm -hmm. and there are two beautiful green rivers mm -hmm. of what is called lobster row it's the eggs so you scoop that out and then you toss the shells uh, you snip the gills off of the shells and then you toss the shells into a pot for stock you roast the shells and then you toss the shells into a pot he's for a stock. chef guys don't worry don't worry <laughs> Point being, he had had to do a different part of almost everything for the lobster prep except for breaking down the lobsters because I didn't want to put him in a situation where he was like breaking the thing while it was alive and it was like, like no, you sweet baby boy. And he had to just you like, have to go to high school it. tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to do that to him. But so on his last day, I pulled him aside. I'm like, all right, Bill, you've been doing a great job. So today, you become a line cook. The lobsters are your only job today, start to finish. And he's like, how, how do I, how do I break them down? I'm like, all right, you see this bit right here? You got one hand right here, you got the other hand right here on the tail. And it's real simple, man. You're gonna twist and pull, right? He's like, what, what image of? And there it was. I just held it over. You see? Like the legs are flailing at him. He's just like, yes, chef. Yes, <laughs> And I was like, all right, cool. You got to do the whole case. That, I got to go prep some. That like reminds me, just like, you think one thing is a certain way, and then one day you find out the ending's different. Uh, <laughs> Finding Nemo was that for me. Oh. Uh, my mom is apparently like, when we were kids, showed us Finding Nemo, and then would, uh, uh, I guess this is the opposite in the beginning. She would start it after the scene where the mom dies. 
And so for years, it just started with like father-son adventure time. Okay, right? cool. Until one day my mom forgot to fast forward the beginning of the movie. Oh my God. And I think that's my first traumatic memory. Uh, that's the first one. That I was like, I was like three. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, but yeah, no, um, that was re that really fucked with me. I was like, there's this whole other, I think that's the first time I realized you could lie. <laughs> like, Jesus, what like, a discovery. Like, oh, right? God. Like, God. There's a, like, I, I feel I like don't I remember knew. when I discovered I could lie. Like, I don't... Oh, I, I discovered I could lie when my sister just started doing whatever she wanted. And then just kept doing whatever she wanted. And then she just stopped lying and kept doing whatever she wanted. And I was like... Well, at that point, at least she wasn't lying. Yeah, but she was... And I was I'm like, not saying I, that things that were happening were good, but, like, the life, honesty I was like, is... I was like, I always thought perhaps? there was, like, a... Like, between me and my parents, I think it's a normal thing. Um, it was like... Uh, there's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot. I'm not going to push it past a certain point. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, my sister, no fucking lie. And so she would just she'd do whatever she wanted. And I was like, oh my, are you serious? You can do that? You can do that? Without getting just like... Like, I mean, just, I don't know. Like, how do you not just like just emotionally deleted? beat yourself or beyond no, just a certain like, just level? Like, of... like, you start glitching. Like, yeah. like the simulation's fucked up. Uh, no. <laughs> um, let's see. What else has been going on this week? So there was that, and then we got our hourly employees in. I love it. We are meeting our staff, and it is great. I love it. It makes me so excited. I've shown up early to work every day. Yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> it's, I'm it's really been listening awesome. to this. <laughs> 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 but. Yeah, no, it's been really awesome. I'm very excited. It's, like, almost there. Especially, like, like I said, I watched The Bear right before we uh, started getting uh, everybody in. And so it kind of just, like, ignited that sense of what we're doing. Um, oh, we had our uh, we had our health inspection, too. We passed. Flying colors. My yeah. first press release made it out. Our The first press release. Yeah. Don't say words. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think we can... Some lady. Yeah, some uh, some people, right? No, so some lady called me the other day and was like, but the article says it'll be open this day. And I was like, well... I, I work here, man. <laughs> well... Was, <laughs> well... Um, Just such a strange collection of people, that, that group of... That would call to just argue with oh, you about Oh, apparently, it. someone was trying to tell me there's a restaurant in Australia called Karen's. I think this is before you got to work. Or maybe I, you were in the kitchen or something. Because I think it was just like me and two other people. And we were like, you know, like there's this whole restaurant. Oh, yes, this was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that moment you remember, this story actually does no, have a point. This, Take this, this, <laughs> Thank God. Um, I'm not just rambling. Yeah, no, we were talking about this restaurant in Australia, apparently called Karen's, where it's ran by Karen's for Karen's. And uh, one of our lovely friends and coworkers pointed out the, like, the, the paradox that then becomes of when the Karen wants to speak to the, the, the Karen then becomes the, the manager. manager and the manager is now a Karen. And that broke my brain a little <laughs> bit. A little bit more. A little bit more than it was. And I was also like, and at that point too, everyone is now a manager 
And everyone is now a Cairn. Everyone is eating for free, for sure. For how is this place making me? I don't know, man. Apparently, they speak to the manager at the bank. <laughs> at the Australian it. bank, you probably have to like bring two arms and like a like a kangaroo eyeball no, just, and then, like let me deposit. I love Australia. I just by the way, I just like, am an American and have a very skewed view of what it actually is, and possibly. I'm not convinced it's real. If you're from Australia and you're listening to this, be my pen pal. I mean, please. It was, <laughs> please. It, was, it was originally, well, so it was originally inhabited by people who like lived there for a long time, the Aborigines. Really cool fun fact. No, I know it was like a prison country. Well, but here's the thing. There was a whole culture before that. No, I know. I know. But, that, that ruined that. Uh, so what happened now? Well, we're getting to the interesting thing about the original fucking, like, native cultures. If you wouldn't have such a white-centric view of these things... No, I'm you having a present view. Cool. I just need to know what Australia is like right now. I'm explaining to you a history that colors a tapestry of what exists. I... I... You know what America no. is? Jeans and a gun, right? No. Does that not seem a little Your reductive? Your sexism is showing... I know the history of Australia. That's why it makes no sense about the memes that I see now about <laughs> Australia. About it not existing? Yes. <laughs> and about just general um, animals and bugs that live there. <laughs> Alright. I am going to finish telling this interesting fucking fact about okay. the Aborigines. Go ahead. So they have the longest history, the longest unbroken oral tradition of uh, any human culture. That's awesome. And they have oral traditions explaining where uh, some parts of the ocean were once land. Uh, not in the last Ice Age, but in the Ice Age before it. Right? Like, two Ice Ages ago, uh, Aborigine culture had an oral tradition explaining the way that the landscape looked that was able to not only keep that, but add to the way the landscape changed unbroken like this is mm -hmm. i start with a word you say yeah, word, you say yeah, word, yeah, like yeah. for fucking ever through all that that was such a cool no thing. that's really storytelling is literally in my opinion the most important thing in the entire world oh yeah um that's why i love theater that's why i love art that's why i love food and like uh, especially food like and and yeah but i don't like the end of that story no that was a poop joke oh <laughs> I don't. I, I'm a, I don't. <laughs> um, Shwing. Um, uh, yeah. No. Uh, story time. I, I love. That's why. I mean, obviously, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're, uh, doing, I, we're pretending that our improvised storytelling is important enough to somebody to listen to. For us, maybe one day. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We we can also be our own target audience. Well, and I mean, like, literally, like, there, like you think about all the things you know. And it's because you learn them from somebody an outer. You. Somebody, ta somebody yeah. taught you. And you so, don't like, learn anything you haven't been taught. Sometimes on purpose and sometimes on accident. And, mm -hmm. and it's just from consuming. And so like even when I listen to my friend's stupid-ass podcasts, I learn something. And um, I hope we all kind of do a little bit. Maybe the real learning we did... Was the friends along the way? Was the sucking dick along the way? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! She. Uh, so where'd you come up with that catchphrase? 
Iggy wants this on record. We'll date it for today. <laughs> Iggy's favorite thing in the world Dude. is to say, now we're sucking dick. And um, I love it. It's great. Uh, but uh, it's like now just like a commonly used, like I say it all the time. Yeah, like, like, but like every... for anything, even like our fr all of our friends do it too, where we're just like, now we're making coffee. Yeah. You just if now you we're recording a podcast. That's what it means. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, my 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 catchphrase is just, I think just meow. No, I've never heard you say that. I say that all the time. That's my behind. I probably have said oh, shit, meow to you right. more than behind ever. I mean, all oh. that ever registers for me is voice, not my cook. What? <laughs> Or, ooh, timely, let's dance in the dish pit and slip and die. <laughs> we didn't slip or die. No, we didn't. Not, not yet. It was actually very nice. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Who else was going to do something? A couple other people. You didn't want them to. <laughs> I meant dancing for joking's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very excited. I think what we're going to do is... So this is either the fifth or sixth episode. So sorry, we're incredibly unprepared. Um, you said it was the fifth, but it could be. I think it's the sixth because I think we've done five episodes, two week break, five more episodes. I want to do ten episodes of the same structure and of then, how we're doing. Yeah. And then um, take a little bit one. of a break. That'll be season one. If I remember correctly, and I am standing by this one, we are naming season one Toss Me Out in the Somewhere. Yes. All right. Awesome. I love that. Did I say that? No, I said that when we were talking in the deleted episode oh. that was bad about. Yeah, some I do remember other that. Now. Yeah, and by bad I mean it was just an incredibly low quality. Maybe product. we'll release it as bonus content. As, as bonus, bonus content. as apology content for its uh, <laughs> for its scenes. own context. Um, and then, uh, and then I think um, we'll either stay exactly the same, change it up, do something different, but we definitely won't be done. Yeah, there'll be a, there will be a season two, mm -hmm. uh, and I guess we just uh, finished oh God, our mid-season break. I know. Yeah, I think we came back break. from our mid-season break. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We just came back. Okay, from yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Let's high five for the audio. Right. One, two, flip the elbow. Nice. Bye, guys. See Have you next one. week. Wait. Hear you next week. Oh my God. Wait, I always.